and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 144 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over Season 7, Episode 12, Evolution Part 2, a.k.a. Indiana Jackson versus Evil Dead. Is yeah. that what we said? Indiana Jackson versus Ash. Right. <laughs> Indiana. Indiana Jackson and... The Rubik's Cube of Death. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. And Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. Send in the clones. (gasps) Send in the clones. (laughs) Indiana Jackson and the Attack of the Clones. Guys, we just did it. We did it. (laughs) So this first aired on January 9th, 2004. Grace, do you remember when the last episode aired on? Not 2004? I'll give you a hint. It was August of 2003. Rosa! <laughs> this was a mid-season break. I remember this break, guys. Dang! This was forever. That's not okay. <laughs> it was so long. Well, so I was thinking, I was like... This is Game of Thrones level mid-season read. I was like, I don't remember us being in 2004, but it is January, so maybe it was just a December. But no! Yeah. Good... Ness. Just a uh, speaking as to mid-season breaks. I just <laughs> want to emphasize that I got engaged, plan a wedding, and I'm getting married in between the final season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. with like almost a year to spend. That's true. <laughs> like with a little this, extra time. With almost a year extra time. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Is this uh, just? I had to get that off my chest. Also, we're still waiting for the next book. Also. Hashtag Game of Thrones <laughs> waiting. I don't um, know what I'm waiting for anymore. I think, you know, you know what I'm really good at is forgetting. You know, that works. Because then you're like, oh, yeah, that thing. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, I'd forgotten about Game of Thrones. Like, I'd moved on yeah, with yeah. my life temporarily, of course. And then one of the guys at work is like, what's the countdown? I'm like, why did you do that? Why? Why? I do that with the uh, with the Dresden Files series oh. because I love it. I always get them when they come out. But th- th- at this point, there's becoming longer and longer because as, you know, he's going on and doing other yeah. series at the same time. But this is sort of everyone's at least my high end favorite. Yeah. And he has, as he said, a number of books planned before the big trilogy grand finale. Yeah. So there's like two years, I think, between books at this point, And I purposely just forget about them until all of a sudden I get a, a, a pop up reminder going, the new Dresden Files is coming out. And You're I was like, like yeah. Yes. No, I. And then I finish it in a couple days. I, I remember. And the I waiting like, starts over. Do no waiting. So I recently listened to Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. On a podcast on Armchair Expert. It's a Dax Shepard's podcast. It's great if you uh, like Dax I Shepard. love both of those things. Okay. So it's great. It's great. But it's uh, so Ted Danson was talking about how his whole life he just kind of ends up places. It's yeah. Like, oh, look, here I am now. I and love I was that like, philosophy. I know that feeling. I want to be that I feeling. I know that feeling where you're just like, how did I get here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just like slight amounts of amnesia all the time. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I would be happy with that too. So the story for this, uh, the second part was by Damon Kindler and Peter Deloise, directed by Peter Deloise. Uh, and the guest star this week uh, is um, 
I just blanked. It's Elliot from. It is Elliot. Just shoot me. Uh, yeah. He's got a very Italian Enrique name. Pantaloni. Yes. Yeah. I was just blanked on his name for a second. Joey Pants. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's not a ton it's of not stuff. Joey Pants, but he looks like Joey Pantoliano, who's. Joey Pants. Yes. But he's not him. Uh, Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> no, I was literally was about to call him Elliot, and I was like, that's not his name. <laughs> um, he played uh, Veronica's father on Veronica Mars, which okay. I know a lot of people are big on right now because it's coming back. Well, it's like um, the, the Dax Shepard family is all about the beginning is. of this conversation. Uh, he was uh, Parker in Flashpoint and my favorite in Galaxy Quest. Oh, gosh. Another movie I haven't seen all the way through. Oh! <gasps> Guys, we're going to pretend like she didn't say that because Galaxy Quest is my favorite Star Trek film. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, just like, uh, how right now, um, what's it's my favorite Star Trek series? Um, the, the, oh, um, with the ship, the name of the ship is the thing with Seth MacFarlane. Uh That one? Guys are yelling at me right uh, now really badly. We're going to move on. He was also the first traveler in Travelers. Uh, he's everywhere. He's awesome. And because I'm all for it, he is the spokesperson for the Tima Contour Memorial Trust, which is an organization that assists in first responders and service personnel pe- dealing with PTSD, which is awesome. The his Orville. Brother, the Orville, yes. is my Sorry. favorite Star Trek series. Uh, his brother's apparently retired detective sergeant with the Toronto Police. So well, it's kind really of a cool. thing that's near and dear to his heart. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, previously on Stargate... Predators and jungles. The hunter and jungle. Like, n- not Nicaragua, not yet, but kind of in Indiana Jackson and his good old sidekick, Lee. Billy! Yeah, I was like, I don't remember his name. Dr. Billy! Okay, so in Hammond's <laughs> office, they've gotten, like, a ransom order for Daniel mm-hmm. and Lee. And Lee. Uh, 72 hours to pay or they'll be killed. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Intel indicated it's Honduran anti-government revolutionaries, and we have a situation that we don't usually have in Stargate, uh, international politics on a delicate scale. No kidding, yeah. Uh, And Usually when we deal with international, it's far more than Earth. It's interstellar. It's interstellar, and it's like sort of the level of these high-end governments, but this is really just the fact that the U.S. relationships with both Honduran and Nicaraguan governments mm-hmm. in, in in Stargate world are very tenuous and very delicate. Yeah, and the president that. is not necessarily willing to just send a team in and extract two people, even if they're those two people, right. at risk for, you know, government issues. Mm-hmm. But Ham is going to let Jack know either way as soon as he hears anything. Yeah. At said rebel camp... Uh, Daniel is allowed to beat Raphael. A stupid, sexy, sweaty, dying Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. Just get it. My inner, on. My inner Homer comes Just, out. Yeah. <laughs> stupid, sexy Flanders. It's like stupid, sexy Daniel. Just let it roll the entire episode. Done. Um, and it's been apparently two days since they've had any food or water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's Raphael's wanting to know what the artifact is. Daniel's like, it's an ancient artifact. Yeah. It's archaeology shit. You, you can look me up on the anyway. internet. Do you yeah. have the internet? Look me up. I'm an archaeologist. So, here's how I posed your question to myself. Yes. Daniel, today. Yeah. Daniel, in this in this day 2018. now. 2018. 2018 Daniel. Does he have Google Alerts set up for himself? Mm, like, I don't is think he, he that would. full of himself? No, I don't think he would. Okay. I don't think he would. 
Do you think Jack does? <laughs> Jack still has a clamshell phone if he's able to. Yeah, he's like, what's a Google alert? Yeah. Well, I feel like Daniel would, and Daniel would be like, have you, you know me? Or you know what? He Maybe on Google Scholar, at least, like his papers. Yeah. There is another character. You guys know who I'm talking about. Grace does not. Who, damn, you're better at, you're sure he definitely. <laughs> I don't know what sentence just happened. No, I like it. But he is certain yeah, to Yeah, damn have, Skippy. He's, he's got a Google alert set up there's a character and the reason i think of it is up. because i recently one of my teachers um we <laughs> asked him for an example of something yeah and he's like well let me google myself and show you all the scholarly articles that i've had published oh, and it please. felt but you know mind you i love this teacher yeah, he's yeah, a wonderful yeah. actually very modest dude but the pride he had when he did that <laughs> i was like that's a daniel move it is yeah he's not above going that but i don't think he has unless they google got it, it. got it um, but Raphael is not buying any of this. He's like, let me ask you again. And he comes to the argument we've heard from Indiana Jones and many of this style film and story over and over and over again. What makes him any different than a thief? Yeah. He goes into the country and he takes the artifacts out of the country. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. We know Daniel's motives and his yes. intentions, but yes. this guy does not. He does not. It's just another white dude taking his shit. Uh-huh. Yikes. No matter how big his arms are. So Raphael <laughs> is getting annoyed at Daniel, um, and he he basically shows him this really super friendly looking torture device with wires <laughs> and a car battery. Anything and with cables. a car battery is, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> that's... That's not even to the fun level. No. Like, that it, passes. Even not car battery. If you see the jumper uh-huh. cables, you're going to have a bad it's time. It's not going to be good. Even if there's nothing attached to the other end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's nothing attached, some people may find to have a little fun. Fair. But not many. I guess if it's not willing, yes. you're going to have a bad time. Yes. <laughs> Credit. So when we come back, uh, we're in Hammond's office. Yeah. There's a CIA, there's a CIA agent in Honduras, Agent Burke, uh-huh. who's fairly sure he knows where Daniel and Lee are. And coincidentally, Jack knows Burke. So let me tell you, during the scene when we kind of feel this buildup of Jack knows this person, uh-huh. I had to go back and re-listen to Hammond's he because for a minute I thought <laughs> it was gonna a be a woman and I was like oh this is gonna be so interesting and then I was like oh no it's a boy oh but it's still gonna be interesting it's still interesting but it's a different type of interesting and I like how he's like we're stuck with him no matter what right yeah all right cool. like yeah and he goes yeah then there's nothing you need to know about there's nothing to report thanks bye noting and and the nope on his face is mm-hmm. very you're trying real hard to be deadpan there. yeah uh, Burke requested Jack specifically help him out on this, and the president has given a green light. So, but before he leaves, he checks in with Sam. Okay. Poking at new toys. Is this scene extra sexy? It's extra shippy. Like, <laughs> did they make out the night before? Did they get drunk and get, like, not make out, but did they get drunk and, like, sit too close there on the couch? It's some serious ship in the scene. You know that feel. Like, yeah. before things uh-huh. get off the ground, yeah. you have the day where you're like, there's definitely sparks. Like, I remember. And you're sitting on the couch and you're like, are we going to take each other's hands? Yeah, just because you're yeah. watching the thing, like, 
very proper, not yeah. doing anything in your hands. And you're a little bit loose. You're comfortable. Yeah. Jesse and I had a day like that where we hung out all day. Uh-huh. Um, the entire day. We watched a movie, uh, went to go eat, um, just like ran around Target, yeah. went to Barnes Noble, because that's what we do on dates. It's the best date ever. And then went back to his house and watched Bob's Burgers, but... Like, sat in a far more comfortable uh-huh. way than we'd ever sat before, and then I went home. Ours and was watching Sherlock. There you go. Benedict Cumberbatch style. Yeah. Thank you, Benedict Cumberbatch. What a great wingman. Mine? Bob Belcher. Yeah, you know, not the same. <laughs> but I feel like they had that night recently, yeah. where nothing Something. actually happened, but the sparks were there. Something. I like going to Barnes & Noble and leaving notes inside my favorite books. Yeah, that's a really good job. That's a good thing. I and just going, every, this is my favorite book. You know why that's a really good idea? Because when you go to a bookstore and you don't know what you're looking for, you yeah. go to the ones that you already yeah. know you like. Uh-huh. And then you kind of start there. So that's a great idea. I'm yeah, I just that. like going, I really, really love this book. <laughs> if you read it, the end part's fun or something. I'm going to start putting, um, like, at the at the... You know, at the different types of bookstores, I'm going to start leaving uh, notes from my characters in other D&D books. <laughs> I always I always had this dream of starting a blog and I like keep thinking of it a thousand times and I just don't know how you do it. But I always had a dream of starting a blog where you I, I had a, a, a set up an email specifically for it and I have a blog that matches it. And I would leave notes in, in my favorite books and that basically says like, hey, when you're done, leave, like this is my leave favorite book. Leave a review. Leave a review here. I'm going to post it on this blog and it would just be like the travel, like, and then it's like, oh, and, and on the on the website would be a sheet to print out your own and then you can put them in your own favorite books and you it know, just is a big thing that cycles around. We have... We have a Facebook page. I know. And an email address. I know. <laughs> I mean, why not? But like setting one specifically for this random like anonymous book review. I love that. It's and a you good just idea. leave things in random books and it's just. And I like that because anytime I travel, yeah. I go to a bookstore uh-huh. because that's who we are. Kinda, to be fair, um, I'm going, I'm traveling to Michigan in a few weeks oh, and I've already it. scoped out the knitting stores. <laughs> Nice. And our closest to my destination. Stargate. Stargate, okay. Jack and Sam, things are getting a little spicy. (sighs) A little story. But Jack and Sam. (laughs) So back at the SGC briefing room, it is mission briefing time. They're going after Anubis on Tartarus. Let's do this. Which is pretty much a fortress. And I love how Selmac just shows up in the middle of the conversation. I volunteer for tribute. (laughs) Yeah. Player four has entered the game. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to wear the Predator armor and just... Walk through the Stargate. He's just gonna Trojan horse that shit. He's completely gonna he's Trojan like the horse miniest, that. He's a mini Trojan mini horse. He's a Trojan. <laughs> he's Trojan little Sebastian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Sebastian. like Jacob is like yeah no we'll be fine. It's everything is no one has any better ideas. This will be fine. This will work out great. Uh, and they'll use the invisible to sensor pills that they've used before yeah. to walk around undetected after Selmec turns the sensor ray off and lets everyone in. And they have a go for this crazy ass plan. Yikes. So Tartarus is the prison that holds the Titans in Greek mythology. Yes. Uh, it is this basically a pit of torment and suffering. It's no good times. Where souls are judged after death. It's also kind of a place and a god at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's it's sort of a god or a deity on the order of chaos and uh, Gaia. Uh, right, And right. my favorite Nyx <laughs> within a Y. Uh, and as a place, 
In the Iliad, it said that it's as far beneath Hades as heaven is above Earth. And when you go there, shit is bad. Yeah. It is like the top-notch level of torment. It's the, what is it, the seventh circle? Dante's seventh circle? Yeah. (laughs) It's bad. And I'm also pretty sure on shows like Hercules and Xena, Tartarus was used as a curse word if my memory serves me right. Oh, that makes sense, because you would say hell. Uh Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sounds like tartar sauce. Ah, tartar sauce is good. Good homemade tartar sauce. That tartar sauce is really bad. It's, it's the seventh circle of hell. It is. That's what they serve you. It's the only food there. Uh, so Jack arrives at the very same cantina that Daniel and Lee were at. Well, there's only one. There's the only middle one. Of the forest, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and in proper fashion, he has himself a tequila. Looks like yeah. a good aged spot of tequila. That sounds good. My favorite. Yeah. And a beer. Because, duh. Why not? You need a, a chaser for your tequila. Yeah. Like, because him, it works the other way around. And, you know, you'd rather drink beer than the water, yep, I'm uh-huh. sure. Oh, it's probably safer. Exactly. So Burke sits down across from him, and Jack is not happy to see him. Not at all. Uh, Burke was hoping he could just imagine Jack's face when he first heard his name. Jack is all business, though, which Burke can respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burke does know the crib notes of last episode. He saw the previously <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, and it's it's a move that this specific group of rebels has done before. Kidnap an American, get the ransom, which insurance usually pays for, right. and they get the financing for their war with the government. Ta-da! Yeah. It's all about money. All about money. Uh, the two governments basically kind of sort of hate each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyone in, who is in the, quote, I hate Honduras fan club, yes. as it's called, yeah. can hide inside the Nicaraguan borders, buy guns, do their thing. And he almost gets crazy at this whole explanation of history. And yeah. like, Cuba comes in there and... It's this really great... It's a real simply put way to break down the complexity it's of what so has insane. happened. Yeah. In our political past. Yeah. It's cr- and, and he's been <laughs> Of here what, like the last 80 years now? Something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Long times. And Burke's been here a while. Um, and do you want to know why he's here at this shitty post in a stinkhole part of the world? And Jack's like, here we go. This is what I was waiting for. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The guilt trip is here. Burke Ooh. blames Jack. Because apparently they were... They, like, apparently were... Him and this guy named Woods, the three of them were besties. Hmm. We come to find out later, even their families were close. They yes. had barbecues. They knew each other's they hung wives. Out. They were like the ducks. They it, That was his SG-1. <laughs> yeah, that was you his know? guys. Uh, and there was a friendly fire incident. One of their team, Woods, got killed. And Jack did not vouch for Burke after. Hmm. And Jack is like, I didn't see what happened. Right. I wasn't going to lie and said I did. But it sounds like Jack also didn't vouch for He didn't knowing. say, I didn't see what happened, but this is my friend and I know that he's exactly. a good guy. He just didn't see what happened. He didn't go out of his way to cover for Burke. So mm-hmm. it also sounds like after all that, Burke's wife left him and he got stationed here. Yeah, he got fucked a little bit. His and life got a little bit ruined. Yeah. And since this is Burke's territory, Burke's calling the shots and Jack's like, yeah, no, you're a guide. Peace. Yeah. Um, and with that, Burke leaves. <laughs> And the waiter comes back. Jack needs a guide, which is great because this is just his day job. And we learn that Jack also knows Spanish. So, yeah. And we learn that in Honduras, um, going to Hollywood to be an actor is the equivalent <laughs> of being a tour guide. Uh-huh. Where everybody's a waiter yep. in the day, as their day job, but they all really want to be guides. <laughs> well, it's also just where that's, as we see, he makes four grand later he does. on. Yeah, Like he the does. money is being a guide for Westerners. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. 
That's absolutely true. But yeah, Jack. I guess Northerners. I love it because Jack speaks enough Spanish to get the job done, and his accent is not Daniel's, but it's good enough. Listen, he knows more Spanish than I knew French when I went to Paris. (laughs) There you you go. Yeah. I knew how to order a coffee, say please and thank you, and ask how much it was. I have this great, great relationship with French and Italian where. I know what people are telling me and I cannot find the words in any other language but Spanish or English to get them back. I just did a lot of pointing saying please and thank you. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. I was there for two days, so I did a crash course and learned as much as I possibly could. Nice. Um... So, back in uh, the rebel camp, they Mm. will drag Lee back into the shack. Uh, He didn't think he was going to die like this. Um, he's really sorry. He tells Daniel he just couldn't take it. He yeah. ended up telling him everything. And I don't blame him. Here's the thing. When someone says, I said everything, you got to be specific. Yes. Because well, what does everything mean? But And I think that he later elaborated with Daniel. Yeah. This is just him going back going, I fucking, I told him whatever he fucking yeah. wanted to hear. It's just one of those things in a movie where it's like when someone says, I told them everything. It's like, well, what do you mean by everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you tell them everything about this artifact? Yeah. Did you tell them there's a star? getting Colorado underground what does everything mean Um, but yeah I like Daniel's not dead yet yeah exactly (laughs) but I just you know and and I don't I don't blame Bill in the slightest for breaking because I fucking would like not everyone is made of steel adamantium X-Men steel yeah Uh, and back with Raphael he pokes at the artifact and activates it yeah that can't be good. Nope. So back in the gate room, Sila gets Jacob like hooked up into the Predator armor. And mm-hmm. I love Jacob's like, it reminds me of old football days. <laughs> I love Siler. is like, they had helmets back in those days. Siler's got this great, great little quippy <laughs> line. Of all the things happening, Siler uh-huh. just gets this one little like, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, my standard is when someone's like, oh yeah, I saw that back in TV in the day. And I was like, was it in color? It's like the 80s. Like, I just snark it. I like to just tell people about back in the 1900s. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's just fun to say that. (laughs) I always say, and I forget which comedian did it. It was like, oh, you know, it might have been, um, I just blanked his name. Never mind. It was like, when you go back in the day, Uh it was a Tuesday. Um, Anyway, fun fact, helmets weren't mandated in college football until 1939, and they weren't mandated in the NFL until 1943. Wow. Yeah. So, and even then, were they like helmets, helmets, or were they like the leather ones? They were like the leather ones. Got it. They weren't modern helmets at all. Done. Uh, Hammond wishes him good luck. The armor is surprisingly light, Mm -hmm. and he heads off, and we rarely, it's rare that we get someone who gets away with calling Hammond George. (laughs) Yeah. There's got to be some sense of claustrophobia in that thing. Um, I, I have to imagine. There might be for a normal person. Y- yeah. Jacob like I, is I, not a normal person. I'd like person. to talk to the people that, that dress as characters at Disney. Oh, yeah. Because they would understand whatever that feeling yeah. is. But I think I would, like, lose it in To there. me, it feels like the same as... Um, I feel like I would get the same uh, scuba diving. Yeah. So I feel like it's the very similar mentality of, like, not everyone's getting claustrophobic in that. That's fair. Yeah. 
I, I think it's just because it's me and I maybe I yeah. get real I had a hard time snorkeling. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Snorkeling I can do and I can enjoy it. Scuba diving is the one I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if I. I get this weird sense of claustrophobia have... when anything has to do with breathing. Um, but. It makes sense. Reasons. Trauma and reasons. <laughs> breathing sense. trauma is not. Guys, breathing trauma sucks. <laughs> breathing is important. Yeah. Anytime you've gone through a thing where you can't breathe and yeah. are stopping breathing, uh-huh. it sucks. I a can lot of times. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, I just remember the one time I had the wind knocked out of me. Uh-huh. Oh. I had, a, I had a really fun situation where my my one of my fun chronic diseases yeah. was causing my throat to swell. Well, that's nice. But the swelling that happens because of this disease cannot be treated with like epinephrine or steroids Uh so you just at the time didn't know didn't know what they were gonna do it's just gonna swell up Um, and it's great because you're awake yeah you're totally awake Uh and you're aware and they're like hey don't have a panic attack because then you'll really not breathe which does not help (laughs) in not having a panic attack don't tell someone who has anxiety to not have a panic attack real fun times real fun times so there was a lot of sedatives involved (laughs) i'm sure and a lot of conversations about like if this keeps going we're gonna tube you and i'm like okay okay at this point you've given me sedatives so do it how about just just knock me out do it how about just knock me out right now Uh and then do whatever you gotta do i fell off a swing (laughs) had the wind knocked out of me so I landed I landed just flat on my back yeah and I was like I can't I'm dead good times not breathing okay we're back so cut to Tartarus which looks surprisingly like like Vader's complex on Mustafar (laughs) it looks a lot like Mustafar And so far, the plan works perfectly. Jacob, I know you're to... saying Mustafar, and I know you're talking Star Wars, but all I hear is Mufasa. Mufasa! <laughs> That's my favorite way they say it in the entire movie. <laughs> Mufasa! Ooh, it gives me chills. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, Jacob's able to walk through the Iris Force Field without any mm-hmm. issues. And he's walking around, a gold summons him into his lab. Yep. Because uh, he's like, you look damaged. Yeah. Later, is... we learn that this is Thoth. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we, uh, this is, like, they have little Predivator comfy chairs. <laughs> little, like, uh, like the ones that you find at the mall, little massage yeah. chairs. Yeah, yeah, or, like, the, the hardcore gaming chairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember if we've dis- discussed Thoth before. It sounds familiar. It does, mainly because Thoth is really fun to say. Thoth Thoth. I'm gonna, I'm, my lisp is gonna... Thoth? I'm already feeling it. Um... So I'll do it again if I did it before, or if not, I'll do it for the first time. Sure. Uh, he's he's a Greek god who his he's the one who you normally see his head as an ibis or a baboon, like the really long nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Usually has an onk in the other hand. Okay. Uh, and he was sort of the Hermes of the Egyptian pantheon. Uh, in early days, he was the moon god. He has a lot to do with the moon. Uh, and in the end, he was kind of being the god of everything, including <laughs> settling godly disputes, the arts of magic, writing, science, so judgment like, of the dead. Uh, it's like the catch-all. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the word god of of, of jack of all trades, yeah, master yeah. of none. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and the Greeks later credit him as basically inventing everything involving science and math. You know what? It's like you got to the end of the of the creation yeah. of gods and you're like, fuck, I'm tired. Just hear, everything else. He, everything else was this dude. Yeah. It was this one guy. Uh, he's credited with inventing writing and hieroglyphs and also as a mediator between the evil, a- evil and good, making sure that neither one has victory over the other. Yeah. I'm like, you can probably 
tip the scale a little more towards good, <laughs> that's probably So he's fine. essentially, if you could, you could wrap it up in like the god of uh, keeping everything in harmony. Yeah. In balance. He's the god of the Libra. There you go. Yeah. Ta-da. So... Also, apparently, this was a brief story that I found was, apparently the candle used to only have 360 days, but the goddess... me, I just threw my pen at Kaylee accidentally. But the goddess nut was sterile and couldn't have any children, so he gambled with the moon for 172nd of its light, and it's one, so that's five more days... And uh, those five days are when Nut was could have kids, and so she had like four or five kids. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, that is a really freaking complicated story to explain those five days. I know. I love it. Uh, it's my thing. Yeah, it's good. Someone was real drunk. A real, just and that, a real so, drunk. So, so what happened was. Basically, so it was like drunk history, and then they took it for fact. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and they're like, all right, that works. Cool, drunk Egyptian history. Yeah. I do have to say that um, our our D and D feat of ghoul arrogance uh-huh. comes into play in the scene again. <laughs> yeah, because that is the only thing that keeps Jacob alive. Is like he is. he like. It's almost like the feat isn't gold arrogance, but it's like giving them some sort of gold stupidity. But at the same time, there's literally nothing that would lead Thoth to believe that that is not one of his warriors. Right. There is nothing he could conceive. He could not conceive of that. But if he's about to go and check into what's going on inside, he's going to see that it's not a typical symbiote body in there. But he's even going to take the lid off of it. He's just going to scan it. That's true. But we don't know. See, in my brain, the scanner was like an MRI. Mm. And was going to see inside yeah. and be like, what is this? He didn't get there. He got distracted first. Right. Yeah. By gold arrogance. Gold arrogance. Nothing else is more important than what I'm telling you. <laughs> Do the things. Also, uh, he might have had a drink in his hand. Probably. <laughs> uh, the other reason people may know the name Thoth is from the uh, tarot deck by Alistair Crawley. Oh, I know that name. And I actually have a deck of the Thoth Tarot. They're beautiful. Like, I, I have them for the artwork. The artwork is absolutely stunning. Uh, I always I have a Da Vinci one, too, with all these Da Vinci, and I always want to, like, lay them out as a big poster. Well, that'd be cool. Uh, just because the artwork on these tarot cards is beautiful. I never learned how to read them or anything. They just huh. were pretty. I know someone who may be able to help you with that. Okay. We'll have to find them. They're somewhere. Mm. So we see uh, Sam and Teal'c and Braytac hiding out in their scout ship behind the moon. That's yeah. no moon, but it is a moon. <laughs> they're sort of stuck there until Jacob is able to turn the sensor array off. And they're just not really sure when that's going to happen. Yeah. We're just going to hang out here doing nothing. Fun and times. back in Thoth's lab, Anubis just strolls in to chat about the weather and see if Thoth wants a coffee. They're just going to sit behind the moon and play the alphabet game? Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Anubis is like, yeah, fuck this soldier. Uh, can you go check a remote probe that's malfunctioning? Because yeah. apparently you're the only person who can do that. Yeah. Do this thing. And they leave Jacob alone in the lab. Perfect. Perfect idea. Behind the moon, Sam is going out about how dad is really stubborn uh-huh. and how, how many things could go wrong. Yeah. And that's when Jacob pulls through and Braytech points out that the sensor ray is down. Stubborn is for the win. I love it because she immediately is like, okay, everything's fine now. I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> because she is her, her father's daughter. Yes. She's going to be mad until it works. And uh-huh. then she's like, yes, let's do more. Yes. <laughs> and they start flying in. Sam radios down there on their way. Jacob tells them to come in through the exhaust port. He's found a way in for them. Dun, 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 dun. Back in the jungle. Book. <laughs> Sam and Pedro pass the same waterfall. Jack. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Jack uh-huh. and Pedro. 
That's okay. Past the same waterfall that the boys did. Uh, Jack is out of his simmies and okay. back in his action cap. <laughs> and uh, they make it to the point where the temple was. And Pedro's like, look, see, I told you there's something here. Ta-da, we're done. Except for all these U.S. military boot prints and this, like, wishing well, Burke random, says. Yeah, random hole in the ground. As Burke got there first. Yeah. <laughs> He's no longer in his civvies. And he also has a ton of things that explode with him. Uh-huh. Here's, you can see here how he and Jack were the best of friends. Oh, yeah. Because they're, the the humor, uh-huh. the ability to, to, to find humor. They're basically the same person. In this situation. and But also, I'm super fucking smart. And I'm doing all the things and, and let's blow some I shit would up. argue, and we can talk about it when we get to that scene, oh, uh-huh. that Jack may have done the same thing that Burke would have done oh, in yeah. that situation. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. How how it was a, a short fate that would have reversed their entire mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and if he and if I caught this right, um, Burke gives like Pedro four thousand dollars to head back to the cantina. He gives him a giant. Yeah, I think that's what he says. He said, "Well, he does say four grand, but I don't know if he meant Honduran money or American." I don't. Money. Yeah, I don't know which. It doesn't. So, but it does American say four grand. money, right? Yeah. And I don't know if Pedro would be able to do the conversion rate in his head that <laughs> fast. True. Or, or maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, this is as far as the GPS tracking goes, and this is where it ends. So I wonder if they did have GPS trackers and somehow. Like, it got turned off, or if they had a GPS radio and it's somewhere left here. I don't oh, know what they were tracking. I wonder, yeah, it must have been whatever equipment Daniel had with him. Here's, here's my thing, because they were in the water, they did get yeah. flooded out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no chip in them yet. There's no, yeah. Um, can we is, seriously put a chip in these guys? Yeah. Uh, maybe this is what teaches them to put a chip in people. There you go. Done. Um, and Burke's like, well, you didn't think these guys would make it easy for you, right? Like, this is where the road ends. And, uh, Burke, we learned it in emotional inventory. He still has issues with Jack. Which is great. They can, I love that term, emotional inventory. An emotional inventory, yeah. Um, he can put their differences aside because Jack's going to need him down here. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to let Jack down. He's, he's really sincere. Like, he almost can't look at Jack. Yeah. Well, because no matter what's happened, and if he's the kind of guy who's doing an emotional inventory, yeah. he's probably let go of whatever resentments he has yeah. for Jack. Like he may be mad at him, yeah. But at this point, he doesn't hold his life to Jack. Exactly. Like, he's like, I, my life is mine, uh, and I'm gonna save your ass if I can. Yeah. You're in my land now. And they send out to leave, and Burks brings in some of that Jack Snark. Watch your step, ladies. We're not in Minnesota. <laughs> I do love that part. <laughs> so back at the camp, Daniel is tied to a chair, uh-huh. and he threatens, like, Raphael threatens Daniels with the life of Lee, because uh-huh. that's the one thing that might bend Daniel. Yeah, yeah, because Daniels, I think our bad guy, we're, we're, lear- we're learning that is actually he's actually very smart. He's He is very intelligent. Because one, he's interested in the device. Yeah. It's not just how much money can I get from yeah. it, it's what can I do with it. Yes. And two, he understands that Daniel's going to give up his own life before he gives up any answers. Yeah. But probably not Burks. At least. At least, yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, he, and he wants to know how this works, and Daniel's like, you grabbed this literally as we got to the temple? I have no fucking idea how it works. We haven't been able to look at it yet. Uh, and basically the question is, is if this device is many thousands of years old, mm-hmm. and a Mayan god brought it here, why? 
Right. Daniel has no clue. It could be to hide it. It could be to use it. And if he did use it, like, don't know what happened. All Daniel has is this cryptic warning that it was dangerous. Yeah. Like, maybe it's a mirror ball and you start a dance party and you can't yeah, stop dancing maybe. ever. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, the more or less, like, Daniel has nothing to tell him because, yeah. like, I haven't been able to study the damn thing. Genuinely nothing left I have to, literally to nothing him. to tell you. Raphael doesn't think it's harmful, though. <laughs> because he has never felt so strong as he does now and he reveals to Daniel that he turned the device on and Daniel's like fuck 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 like, turn, turn it off, off. Turn I off. love how they're like I turned it on and I'm, I can turn it off whenever I want to like does this thing just have like a little uh-huh. red green button yep. like a little like yes, toggle on the back. yeah <laughs> you just turn it around on the bottom and uh-huh. it's like oh it's orange yeah. so yeah we're good uh-huh. yeah. it's it's like the Wi-Fi router it's just yeah. like beeping it's beeping green and yeah. it's good <laughs> well it's like I, I feel like it shouldn't be so easy to you know how to turn no, it on and off. <laughs> um, and he even like he starts he starts pleading almost basically to turn this thing off. He's like, it's unstable, it's beyond our comprehension. You gonna die. And even one of his men, who later turns into zombie man, is like, Yeah, you should probably that sounds cursed, dude. Yeah, Can that we, like, sounds like some kind of, safe Yeah, and... it sounds like some shit that my mom told me about when I was little. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, I actually know this story. My mom used to use it to scare me to come inside. <laughs> Please turn it off. Can we? I'm gonna die. Can we not? Yeah. Uh, and in response, Raphael shoots him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's super stable at this point, guys. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. This device isn't a concern. Super at all. normal things. Yeah. Back on Tartarus, um, Jacob is out of the armor. Um, he's just in the black. He's going to get out of that soon. Uh, but let's tilt and salmon. Sorry about the delay. Mm. You weren't worried about me, were you? <laughs> Back to Jack and Burke, the Jack and Burke Roadshow. Uh, Burke gives them some local history and flavor about the rebels when they hear something. Right. It's Raj. Yeah. He's still alive. Thank goodness. I was really, like, sad about yeah, that. He's still alive. Because Raj is kind of, like, fun and likable. And and what I like is that they brought him back just to ensure that he's alive. Yeah. Like, he doesn't necessarily, like, he points out where they yeah. are. Hello, there's no more plot for you. But I'll point out in a second. I don't know where he was pointing to. But, yeah. Um, Burke also, how does rescue. he know he was shot? Yeah. Then laying face down in the yeah. ground. Anyway, we're done. Um, but Burke uh, calls in a rescue. He's been laying here for days. What's another yeah. hour? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack's like, we're looking for two, sci- two scientists. Dr. Jackson! Yeah. And the other guy. The uh, handsome one with the piercing blue eyes. Uh-huh. And then the, other the big dude. muscles. And they're like, Raj, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> there's a second one there, too. Yeah. Uh, he They took him north across the border. And I'm like, that doesn't compute. Right, because the border would be south Yeah, because I, I literally had to check. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Honduras is north of Nicaragua. So uh, if they're heading into uh, Nicaragua, wouldn't that be south? Are they currently in Nicaragua? I'm looking at the, the map. Like, I did look at it. Are Honduras there any, is north. But is there any parts of it that, like, circle around? Oh, like how you go south from Detroit to get into Canada? Right, right, right. I don't know. I'm going to look because but like, I'm confused. But the point is, is that... You sh- that would be a really random thing. I mean, to put in technically, there. you could. It's wobbly enough. We're looking at a map. Okay, it's wobbly enough. Uh, wobbly is the yeah, yeah, technical term. The technical term for a border that's not straight across. But I think it's more of like that's really niche if you're playing off that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think sure. they just put the I wrong direction in. Screwed up, guys. Look at a map. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. It could just be Raj has been sitting in the jungle for a number of days, uh-huh. and he's delusional. Maybe, 
Yeah. Because I will point out, he looks way better than you should look at for being lying shot in the jungle without food and water yeah. for a number of days. It's like, did you put yourself in stasis? <laughs> <laughs> when there's like a button that someone hit yeah. and then brought you back? Like, you look like you've been sitting there for five minutes. You should have been bleeding out. Like but, a yeah. little bit of blood, maybe some dirt, like yeah. not look new just hanging out he just, looks better than anyone should be for even hiking in the jungle for half a like, day yeah fair very fair he's not even breaking a sweat he looks like he's still at the cantina that's fair <laughs> yeah. uh anyways burke doesn't want to just leave this guy who's shot in the jungle uh-huh. and i love Raj. he's like don't worry look help's gonna be here soon this no is big. not the first time i've been shot yeah, i get shot all the time it's just a thing i do go save them they owe me a shit ton of money yeah please find them <laughs> i like how that's finally what convinces them that yeah. he's oh he's not being altruistic this yeah, guy this kid okay money. cool now i understand but they you. do leave him with some good american gum yeah what such a weird thing to like how is gum helpful in that moment to you because it's burke and that's his comfort thing Fair. We see a giving to Jack later. Yeah, I we think do. that's just his comfort thing. Uh, yeah, I just would imagine that you would leave like a water canteen. They with did the guy. leave a oh, canteen. Oh, they did. They, they did. did. You're right. They did. They did. Um, <laughs> so Thoth comes back. Yeah. And Jacob's gone. Uh, he goes. Thoth goes to report this to Anubis, and apparently they call him the Cull Warriors. I like Predator more. Ta-da! Yeah. Uh, and they're and they chalk it up to the flaws in their method of governing the symbiote's mind. Because it still does not conceive to them that someone else could be wearing the armor. Yikes. As Jack and Burke continue through the jungle, Burke is trying to bring back history and explain that, you know, look, he moved, I killed him, I thought he was a hostile. I'm sure they're talking about the friendly fire incident. Right. Uh, They were both improvising at the time. They were both out of position at the same time. And continues the story. So back on Tartarus, Jacob is, is you know, out of all the Predator gear. And yep. they're hiding in the corridors for more soldiers. They're trying to guess how many there are. Hmm. Um, but what they do find in the meantime is a large laboratory with a really nice water feature. I and, do love that he said at some point, a handful? Yeah, this handful. <laughs> oh, bless your well, heart. Well, they don't know. They only no, have so I many know. chairs in there. <laughs> it is just really, like, the reality of what must uh-huh. sink in in the later scene yeah. where it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's a few handfuls. Especially because they know how deadly these things are. So they're like, they're that powerful. There can only be a couple of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, they find another Slurm Queen. Spoiler. There's more than a couple. Yeah, they find Slurm Queen uh, in a tank. Another mama Slurm. So back at the rebel camp, Daniel mm. doesn't even want to wait for nightfall at this point to escape. And no. he's using a very MacGyver method to break the loose spores, which is very effective. Yeah. Um, because tension is great. I've done that before to get things loose. Not necessarily with my boot, but Smart. the tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... If they stay, they're going to die. Like, that's it. Daniel knows firsthand what the sarcophagus does to your sanity. And this thing is more powerful than the sarcophagus. Like, they're fucked if they stay here. Um, And then we see the guy Raphael shoot (laughs) come back to life. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. He looks very similar to... We just saw the the new mummy... Oh, right, right. And the Tom Cruise one? Yeah. With, um, what, was it, is his name Jake, Jake Johnson? Nick from New Guy. I think it is Jake Johnson. Because I got really confused because Tom Cruise's character is Nick, and oh. I still only know 
Nick, Nick, Nick. from New Guy as Nick. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it got very confusing for a bit, but <laughs> he kind of does the same thing of when he comes back to life. It's that same sort of look. Got it. Yeah. Um, it's that great, like, white contact thing that yeah. you can do. Uh-huh. I've always wanted to do this, but I'm scared to tell how much they hurt. Put it th- put it this way, guys. On um, The New Mummy, we left halfway through the end battle, and we still haven't Aww. seen the rest of it. Sad times. <laughs> uh, I will say this. Um... Russell Crowe is good in it, though. Russell Crowe's in that movie? Yes, but I don't necessarily want to say who his character is. Don't tell me. Um, no, because it was a, it was a nice little surprise because I oh. when he's in there, and I will say that Russell Crowe to me was the highlight of the film. Is that on video on VOD? It is on something on Hulu. I don't know I'm if it's on. That I don't know if it's on HBO because we have HBO on Hulu. But got it. I think something. we have. I think we have HBO somewhere. Anyways, I seriously, <laughs> I would watch The Mummy for the Russell Crowe part. Anyways, <laughs> back to... Back the, in Honduras. Back in Honduras. Uh, actually, we're uh, going... Are, are we on Tartarus? No, we're on Tartarus now. Got it, got it. So in the lab with the Slurm Queen, um, it doesn't make any sense to Sam. Like, the symbiotes, when they spawn, they have the genetic memory of the queen. They'd be really shitty soldiers because right, of Right, because of the Slurm, yeah. But Jacob points out that her brainwave pattern is almost zero. She has no intention of passing her memories on to the symbiotes. They're going to be blank slates. Anubis can imprint anything he wants on them. Perfect, deadly, fearless, loyal soldiers. This is awful. It's for so many reasons. Yeah. And it's creepily similar to what Egeria did on Pangar. Block the memory from being passed on. And he, Nubis must have learned it. Remember when he scanned Jonas's mind? I love the the way they do this reveal because Teal goes yeah. Jonas in a way that yeah. people are like, "What the fuck? Like, uh-huh. what did Jonas do?" And he's like, "No assholes." Yeah, <laughs> when he took Jonas's mind, basically, he, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was like basically the last puzzle piece he needed to make these super soldiers. Mm-hmm. So they can't let her spawn. So they block, stick a block of C four on her tank, and they'll detonate it later. Yeah, back in the jungle cruise. Uh, they're still bickering. Jack doesn't trust Burke. <laughs> and what's worse than Jack not trusting Burke is Burke thinking that Jack thinks that he's incompetent. Right, right. Like, that's more of an offense. It's like, look, I don't care if you hate me, but you need to understand why and yeah. that I am actually good at what I'm doing. And we get it for crying out loud. Yes. And we learn the truth. Woods ghosted him. He mm. turned. He was sending a transmission of their position um, and Burke was on to him. So Woods turned his weapon on Burke and Burke reacted by shooting him. Yeah, because what else would you do in that moment? And the reason Burke never said anything was to save Woods' family. Yeah, basically to save, like, their integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their families were all close. If it came out that Woods was a traitor, then mm-hmm. sin- like his wife and their family would never see his pension. Right. Would be stuck, would be probably ostracized. You know, in certain yeah. circles, um, he was a month away from retirement, and apparently instead of retiring, Woods was planning on just being a mercenary. Yeah, that would, let's play this out. That yeah. would absolutely have ruined not, this woman. Yeah. Um, emotionally, financially, mm-hmm. uh, the level of respect, maybe the friends, everything would yeah. be gone. Yeah. Yeah. And she yeah, would be questioning. She's like, so my husband was a traitor. Right, right. And so he basically took the bullet. He lost his career, his reputation, and his, his wife. wife. Yeah. Everything to save Woods' family from the truth. Fuck. So the question I have is, is had that been reversed, had it been Jack who caught on to Woods and that same situation and that same, you know, he he killed Woods. Yeah. 
part of me wants to say that Jack would have done the exact same Jack thing. Jack absolutely would have done the same thing. He would have bit the bullet and yeah. he would have lost his career and his reputation. Yep. In order to save Woods' family. Yeah, absolutely. Especially back then. Yeah. Yeah. And so then possibly you would have had Burke as... The leader of SG-1. The leader of SG-1. You know, if, if you, I, I'm sure not all the cards would have played out exactly identical, but... But he would have been he would in have, a place of similar prestige. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And and I, I like that Jack doesn't say anything. Jack just kind of has to walk away in order to, like, process yeah. what happens. Well, and because he, he knows Burke enough to believe him. He does. Like, Burke, this just goes to show you that he trusts Burke enough to go, this guy wouldn't make this shit up. No. He just wouldn't. No. Um, and it's also, you can tell just by how Burke was bringing it up early in the episode, like, he's been wanting to tell Jack this, for a but while. he doesn't know how to at this point, yep. because this is the line that's been spread around for so long. And he so sounds long. like he's had a lot of fucking therapy since the incident. Yeah, exactly. Mr. I took an emotional inventory. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Daniel removes the wood panel at the little shack, and there's machine gun fire outside. Dead guy is firing because he's not dead. Yeah. Yet. He's just firing randomly. He's crazy. Yeah, um, I'm dead guy. Daniel and Lee are able to sneak out of the shack, and what they see what's going on, which is not good. Yeah. But it's a distraction. It's so a great time to run. Book it. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of the rebels open fire, take him down again. And then Jesus. they notice Daniel and Lee are missing, and they run after him. Mm-hmm. On Tartarus, they're still sneaking around looking for a computer for a- any intel. <laughs> Even just the movement of the fleet, they're like, we just look at anything at this like, point. Like, can we just know things? Yeah. We just want to know things. And uh, Daniel, or Jacob, thinks he knows where Anubis's quarters are, so they head there. Uh, <laughs> and Burke, I was thinking, like, there's a little bed. Yeah. A little round bed. Yeah. <laughs> some lounge lights. Um, the Burke, wet bar somewhere in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Burke gives Jack some gum, like, as a peace offering, I guess. <laughs> Jack takes it, so they're friends now again. Yeah. That's bro code. It's friendship code. gum. It's bro code. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they, they hear gunfire in the distance. Mm. Daniel and Lee are running. They have to keep moving. Lee's having a hard time keeping up. Yeah, poor Lee. I know. All the gunfire are after them. Uh, Jack and Burke hear what's going on. They are running the same way. At some point, they part. Um, Bill falls. He he's just cannot keep going. This is a beautiful Daniel moment. It is. And because here's the thing, is for Lee to not be able to keep running at this part, you know he has to be at the end. Because yeah. it's he knows what's back there. Like yeah. He knows it's happening. That's, well, the thing is, imagine this. One, you're not a guy whose job requires any type of physical exactly. ability of this part. You've just been tortured. He, you've just been tortured. Uh, you haven't eaten or had any water for like two or three days yeah. now. Um, and you're... Any well of adrenaline yeah. that was left is gone. done. So that's why I'm saying it's like, you know he has to actually yeah. be able to not run if he has to stop here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Daniel hides him behind a tree and keeps running to distract and draw the yeah, people away I'm from Bill. Yeah, I'm going cry. And in that process, Daniel is shot in the leg. Yeah. Um, he goes down by a tree and Raphael is behind him just crazy shooting warning shots just all around like him. Just like fucking... Nut job. Just insane. On Tartarus, the trio finds bad news. Remember that handful of guys we thought we had? They're in his throne room and they hear a lot of boots marching. And from Uh this observation point, they see thousands of predators. Oh, Oh, good. Clone armies. Bounding. Yeah, it's a whole clone army bowing before him. 
fuck. Oof. Just fuckity yeah. fuck fuck. Yeah, yeah. So back with Daniel, uh, Raphael calls in, calls like for a machete because mm-hmm. he's uh, going to skin Daniel alive at this point. Uh, sure, yeah. Daniel sort of cowers, but in cowers in order to pick up a rock because at this point it's a last minute anything. He's like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, going out without a fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will fight to the end. Yeah. And as I die free. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I die a free elf. Um, and as he's leaning down, you hear just a shit ton of gunfire. Yeah. And when he looks up, all the rebels are dead and Jack is coming up from the jungle. And Daniel oh. is beyond stunned to see Jack. It's crazy man face. Like, I, imagine you're like, this is how I die. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your best friend yeah. shows up. And just your knight in shining armor like, style. Beyond the 11th hour, like 11.59 and 59 seconds. Like Foo Fighters, there goes my hero. Starts to play. Or like, and I <laughs> will always love Like, you. I'm just waiting for Daniel to fall into Jack's arms. Yeah, I mean, he basically, he grabs onto him for dear life. Yeah. At the end. Don't blame him. <laughs> Do you have a power bar? <laughs> Um, oh my goodness! I mean, also, what does it take for Daniel to be stunned speechless? He's always got something to say. Exactly. I, I, you know what it is? Is he's finally able to be done with yeah. survival mode? And the look on his face when he tosses the rock back down on the ground. Like, is how the awesome. fuck was I gonna yeah. do that? What, what was I gonna do with this? <laughs> You know what it is? It's like that Rock told him, you were going to die. Yeah. And he's like, I know. Thanks, Rock. Fuck you. But yeah, it's like in the moment he sees Jack, he no longer has to be the Jack of the situation. He doesn't have to be the tough guy. He doesn't have to be the guy who who deals with the gunfire. Yeah. I mean, he always has to, but doesn't have to be the tactical approach guy. He's not the only chance for their survival right right. you know which when it's him and lee he has to put all of that stuff aside yeah because he has to be that when it's well, and, he, and he has to be the tough dude it's like look my talkie uh communications guy is not going to work very effectively here yeah. i've got to channel my inner badass i've yeah. got to find my inner jack my inner teal my and, you know what i mean and, and he's and, going my my leg hurts yeah <laughs> yeah my yeah. leg hurts i got shot yeah i know help me i have a boo-boo <laughs> Uh, so Thoth surprises the trio. Jack, or Jack, Jesus. Teal'c zats yeah. him. He doesn't do anything. So uh-huh. Sam just kind of takes care of the situation. Sure, yeah. And then the base alarm goes off. Time to go. They call Braytac for a ride. Sam blows all the C4, yep. which we see explode. <laughs> and they run. A predator follows them. Of course. Jack wraps the bandage around Daniel's shot leg. Aww. He can walk on it with a little stick that he has later. Do you think, um... Sam's going to have to fight Daniel for Jack now. (laughs) Like, they're going to be making eyes at each other, and he's going to be like, Hi, Jack. Remember when you saved me? I love you. I mean, not actually, like, but, like, the flirtation, because Daniel kind of flirts with everyone. Like, the bromance. Yeah, he's going to want a little more Jack attention every now and then. Like, hey, bud, sit next to me while we eat. Oh, you're already sitting next to Sam? All right, fine. I'll sit next to you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um and but then the dead guy isn't dead yet. It no. was only a flesh wound. Of course. Of course. 
Uh, and he starts shooting at them. And Daniel explains the Telcheck device reanimates dead tissue, and Jack doesn't give a shit right now. No time for talkie talkie. I look. I know. I'm. I'm very happy that you're back to being Daniel. But no time for talkie talkie. We're still in shooty shooty mode. Yeah, shooty shooty right now. But shooty shooty is not working because bullets don't take him down. And thankfully, Burke has something more, and he launches basically <laughs> a grenade at it. He just disintegrates it. It basically disintegrates yeah. it. <laughs> Um, Yoza. It's like, and you guys, what's with the guy from Evil Dead? <laughs> it's classified. I love the timing of that, though, because yeah. Burke blows a big bubble, which, uh-huh. by the way, he yeah. blows a big pink bubble, <laughs> but the gum they gave Raj was like white trident. Well, I think he just has different kinds. That's fair. Yeah. I believe it. He's probably got some fruit stripe, I think some bubble tape. it looked like, to me, he gave Jack some, uh, what is it? Is it, uh, what's the hard coated? Is it trident? That's like the hard square coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's what he gave Raj. Like, maybe he's got, like, the gum he'll share uh-huh. and the gum that's his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know a couple of friends who smoke cigarettes who carry their pack. Yeah. And then the <laughs> shitty, like, hey, man, you got a smoke pack? Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe that's why he chews so much gum. Maybe, maybe. he's a former smoker. Maybe. Anyway. Uh, anyway. But I do also, like, his. he's like, you guys are just some crazy crap. Yeah. And this, like, really ecstatic look yeah, on like, I want to know more of it. This is the most excitement I've had in years. Yeah. <laughs> the look on Daniel's face, though, when he says that, too. Yeah, it's like, no, no, thank you. You can't even begin to understand. Yeah. So, right as a trio gets through the exhaust port, there's an arm that sticks through the door that they don't see. <laughs> sure. And they run onto their ship with warriors running behind them, pounding on the door as it closes. But one guy gets aboard. Sam uh-huh. shoots repeatedly at him. It does nothing, and it backhands her across the entire Oof, ship. Yeah. It also takes out Teal'c. <laughs> Jacob then runs past it and lures it into the cargo bay. As he does, Braytek stands up and rings the fucker out of there <laughs> into like middle and of fucking get nowhere. The greatest <laughs> shot of the rings coming down in the atmosphere, dropping a predator, and then they all fly yeah. away. I love that he doesn't just ring them back to planet yeah. or something. It's like yeah. hey, I'm just gonna ring you to the middle just of nowhere. Outside. But then you lose your rings, I guess. I, I guess yeah. Unless they come back, unless you bring them back fast enough. You like materialize. It's just like a replicator. A yeah. Replicator. <laughs> Rings. Yeah. Um, Braytech asks if Teal'c is hurt. <laughs> this is In- my favorite line of the whole. I was gonna say movie because this plays like a movie. Yeah. Of the whole episode. He's like, indeed, my pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam wakes up. Uh, Jacob tells her not to move, and she's like, "That's fine. Everything hurts. I'm not moving." Yeah. <laughs> uh, back and, and I do love this part though, where it's like. If everything is hurting, that's good news. I love that. And I'm going to go a little bit deep here. Because that only... Not only does that work physically, but emotionally... I, yeah. I've used lines similar to that. It's like, look, if everything is hurting, then you're at least feeling then something. Then you're feeling it. Yeah. Which is better than not feeling it. Exactly. Things. Because the non feeling of anything ever is, 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 is sometimes it's a, it's not a good. a sign of, of not good. Things. Not good. Yeah. So back in the jungle, Jack, Burke, Daniel, and Lee are all back at the rebel camp. Mm-hmm. Air rescue will be here soon, so that's good. Yay. They they already got Raj, which is great. Um, Daniel's happy to hear he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, Jack is going to recommend Burke for a better posting. Can you imagine this. what's going to happen when Raj goes back to the cantina and tells the other guy, like, dude, 
let me tell you about because he's gonna be like, how did you get all this cash? Yeah, because he can take his buddy. They can go like yeah. fucking drink and like yeah. go. I don't know, do whatever other things guys do. <laughs> Is he gonna get more money than Pedro though? I'm hoping he does. <sighs> That's what I'm guessing. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be set. But the stories that they're gonna have. Oh yeah, good stuff. Anyway, um, and uh, they did turn the cube off. I mean, they think it's off. It's not glowing, so if it's not glowing, it shouldn't yeah. be on. So we're pretty sure it's off. But uh, Daniel is gonna hop a little further yeah. away from it. Doesn't really want to carry it anywhere. It's nice little like, like stealthy hop. Like I'm not actually hopping. I'm just moving away from you. Yeah. So in the game room, the rest of the team comes through the gate to meet uh, and to greet Jack, Hammond, and Daniel and Curtis. Uh, everyone's missions were successful, except for the really bad news that there's a whole fuck ton of army soldiers. But it's like everyone's missions were successful in that they're all alive, but yeah. everyone's missions were kind of shit. They were shit, but they did accomplish the goals yes. that they set up to do. Yes. Uh, so Sam better be able to make a weapon off this Teltrek device, or <laughs> not or we good. Yeah. Uh, and as they leave... Jack tells Sam, hey, nice command. Yeah. How about lunch? Again, again, another little, like, shippy moment. And they head off to lunch together. Yeah. Hmm. Whereas normally, this is the scene where Sam would be like, I've got to go work on this thing. Yeah, I want to go to the lab and get my hands on the telecheck device. But now she's like, maybe, maybe I do I'm really wanna... hungry. Yeah. Um, or I'm not going to be R-rated. Next episode. <laughs> the name of it is Grace. Yeah, that's me. This is the episode where I guest star. Yes, Grace guest stars as this myself episode. and just swoon over Daniel. You the just whole time. basically you just walk up and you're like Barbies. You just take Jack and Sam and go no yeah. kiss, no, no kiss out with like popcorn. <laughs> and then I'm like Daniel, you sit here, <laughs> watch. And then it's like take two push ups, just do push ups for me. And then just, like and then like work your staff weapon. Yes, yeah. you pull up. You do the pull ups over there. Daniel, you sit here with a book. You two make out. Now go. Everybody play. Go play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, now, 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 Teal staff weapon fight. Yeah, with Ishtar. There you go. Done. I like it. <laughs> Alrighty. So I think we already ranked this on our list. I'm pretty sure nothing's moving. Oh no, I think yeah. If this is already at the one. top, then it's at the yeah. top. Um, but we do get another indeed. So we we're do. 31 and a half, and we also get another for crying out loud. We are at 37. Done and done. Yes. Uh, this was fun. This, this was very episode. needed amounts of fun. Did, did it end up in a nice, satisfactory way from it's good. last episode? It's well, Yes. One, it wraps up the last episode really good. Two, it sets up what I imagine is going to be something that comes up again. Maybe a season finale type thing? A season thing? finale it type like thing. like a season finale oh, here's, thing. It's, you know, usually this is the time of the season where you start to look like what's going to be our big thing. What's yeah. our big bad at the end mm-hmm. of the season? And it's like, oh, look, there it is. Yeah, because we're at like season, we're in episode like 12, I think, are I we? believe so, yeah. Yeah. This is episode 12. So we're just about halfway through the yeah. season. So it's this great, great development of like, hey, remember how this is a, a series where yeah. it's a... Uh, <laughs> things happen at the end of the There's season. Always There's always something season thing. Ender. Yeah. This is a little like d- droplet of that. Mm-hmm. Let's plant that little seed now. Uh, but tons of fun. Yeah. I dig it. I'm ready to watch the Mia episode. The the Grace episode. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, so we will see you next week. Yes. We will be here with me and me. <laughs>
Also the episode named me. Um, <laughs> Next episode's AKA is just me. <laughs> until then, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. Facebook, there's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Uh, pod cards are coming out this week for September. I know it's, it's a bit coming, late. It's I lost the pencil that I used to draw things <gasps> on my no. tablet, but I found it. Okay, good, good. But that's good. why they hadn't been done is because I couldn't find the it's pencil. It's okay. Look, everything's it's a little bit sketchy. behind right now. We're, <laughs> the we'll catch up. The lessons were quite a bit late, too. These we're, are actually way less late than the last one. We're going to catch up, we promise. <laughs> we're getting there. It's just weird times of the... We're going to just get, like, two out at one time here to catch up. That's exactly the point. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.